Welcome once again to this podcast known as Faith to Live By. I'm Pam Christian, your host, researcher, and advocate to help us all discover and live in life-giving truth and experience all the hope truth provides. Those who are regular listeners know this is a place where we explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective, so we, as God's children, can know how He wants us to respond. As God has been exposing all manner of evil since early 2020, He is also revealing the character of people, the faith of people. Either we know God and have complete faith in Him and all that He's revealed, or we don't. Those who don't properly know God are revealed by their fear and trembling. Sadly, there are many in the church today, professing Christians and even church leadership, who are promoting doom and gloom for the people of the world, including God's people. They are spreading fear among people with the belief that these are the end of the end times and they are sequestering themselves waiting for God to rescue them. This is not the narrative God has generated through his modern-day proven prophets. Neither does what God say through his prophets contradict his written word. Many people have claimed to have understanding of exactly what the Bible says about the end times. But one thing they don't highlight is that not even Jesus knows the day or the hour of his return, only the Father. Can we gain clues from world events and signs in the skies about where we are in God's timeline? Absolutely. But even when the day comes for Christ's return, we are told it will be like a thief in the night. This is why we're to live ready for Christ's return at all times. As I've shared before, there is nowhere in Scripture where God instructs His people to hide, cower, and fearfully wait for Christ's return. Those who are promoting such, and those who are responding accordingly, are actually making a mockery of the cross. Christ died to give us complete victory over all the schemes and works of the enemy. We are told to take hold of the authority and power we have in Christ and use it to cause the enemy to retreat. In fact, as of late, through his prophet Julie Green, God has emphatically instructed his people to take back what is rightfully ours, and this includes the sovereign freedom of our health. This week's podcast is part two of my interview with James Rogoski, the leading expert on the efforts of proponents of one world government and their plans to control the world population through health regulations. Even though I'm about to provide a brief recap, I encourage you to listen to part one if you haven't already. This is very important information we must not only be adequately informed about, but we must act on. Last week, James shared that there are four tracks that all converge with the first track involving a meeting the United Nations has planned for September 20th, 2023. At this meeting, the United Nations plans to adopt a political declaration of the United Nations General Assembly high-level meeting on pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response. This is to give them much more power than they have now. James explained that the United Nations works on the basis that silence equals consent. This means if we don't communicate our objections now, we forfeit our right to object in the future. This is very serious. As I provided last week, I provide again the two websites James has to help us better understand and to help us take action. I urge you to download the letters he has crafted for you to send to any public servant of any nation. The plans of the United Nations and the World Health Organization impacts the entire world population, now and into the future. We must take action and get as many others as possible to do the same, 
Share this podcast with those you know and encourage them to oppose the evil agenda by simply letting their voice be heard. Before I present the second part of my interview with James Roguski, I want to encourage you with words from God through Julie Green. Listen to this clip of her prophetic word given on Tuesday, August 15th, that includes specific mention about the World Health Organization, referred to as the WHO. Impeach, impeach, they are shouting in D.C. And soon it will be the 25th Amendment is what they are about to shout to remove the Biden. My children, a great shaking is taking place in Washington and a bigger one is about to shatter certain plans they were about to try to pull off. A great dismantling of their power in this country has begun. The WHO is about to be exposed big time and nothing can stop the collapse of this organization. The Federal Reserve is also about to be exposed. The IRS is about to be exposed. Explosion of truth, one after another, is coming in this land of the eagle to set you free. So hold on, my children. The days of shock and awe are here. And it's almost the end to what has been holding you in bondage. These are the days of your release, saith the Lord, your Redeemer. I caution you not to think this means God's going to wipe out the who and the other evils so we can just rest on our laurels and watch it happen. No, that has never been how God works for his people. God has always instructed his people to actively partner with him to see his will done on earth as it is in heaven. So if you want to see God's will to overcome various evils we have been suffering in our nations and worldwide, then listen to what my guest James Rogoski shares about the World Health Organization and take action with what we can and must do to see this organization crumble as God desires. Here's part two of my interview with James Roguski. All right, so that's tracks one, two, and three. I know there are four tracks total. Tell us a little bit about track four, and then let me come back in and ask you some questions. Sure. Almost all of the details that are associated with the first three tracks inaccurately get attributed to what everyone calls the pandemic treaty. Well, they don't call it that, and there's a good reason why they don't. They call it the WHO Convention Agreement Plus, and the plus stands for or other um, international instrument. Most people, if they think about a treaty, They think, well, you agree to some words, you sign off on it, and it's done. You could read it, and that's what you've agreed to. Well, that would be bad enough. That's not what they're planning to do. They're working on what's called a framework convention. And what a framework convention primarily does is it is an agreement to set up an entirely new bureaucracy that would operate the details of this agreement on a yearly basis off into the future forever. And so what they're asking the nations to do is agree to let a totally new batch of unelected bureaucrats and observers, and I'll talk about that in a moment, which would create a conference of the parties. These are the cabal of people who would control this going off into the future, and they would be empowered to adopt 
protocols with all of the details that we would have no say in. And that is the danger. They're trying to set up yet another bureaucracy that would be given authority to cut out even another level removed, we the people and our representatives in Congress or the Senate. Now, the people who would make up the conference of the parties would be whatever nations agreed to join. And literally, the manufacturers that make pandemic response products, the United Nations and all of their various agencies, and all of the foundations that would be participating, they're all encouraged to donate money into this cartel. And then they could be accepted as members of the conference of the parties that would meet every year to decide all of the details. Well, let me just give you one example of how this works to the detriment of society. Back in 1992, all of the nations agreed to the framework convention for climate change. Mm. So if you realize, and I heard by the sound of your hmm, that you realize <laughs> that if you let other people be in charge of working out the details and you come back a decade or two or three later, don't be surprised if they've made an absolute mess of the world with what they have decided they want to do for climate change or for pandemic prevention. Allowing, you know, getting into an agreement where you agree to let other people work out the details is about the dumbest thing I could imagine anybody doing. And that mm -hmm. is what they are negotiating. What's in the document is not what people think is in this document. So there are a lot of people talking about the pandemic treaty. And I just caution everybody, if you haven't read the document yourself, it, the latest version was published on June 2nd. It's called 2023. It's called the Bureau's Text of the WHO CA plus very few people have read it, but that doesn't stop people from talking about quote unquote, the pandemic treaty. Well, if they're talking about the wrong thing, they're probably getting all of the details wrong. So it doesn't have in it what people think it has. It's really a venture capital prospectus to guide how these billions of dollars are going to be spent to build out laboratory networks to look for pathogens everywhere so that they can fearmonger us at a moment's notice on an isolated location saying, oh, we found something here. So now we're going to go make drugs and jabs and use them to try to stop what could potentially be a problem. Mm -hmm. Spending billions of dollars to do that in my view, is you know just an absolute misappropriation of funds, putting the people in charge of that who are the ones donating the money um, is corruption on a scale that is unimaginable. Absolutely. And so they're, they're hoping to submit that to the May assembly in 2024, and they need a two-thirds vote of you know all of the nations. But you have to realize that each nation gets one vote, irrespective of population. 
So the tiniest little nations in the world get one vote. The United States and you know countries like India and China that have over a billion people, they get one vote as well. Um, if money is going to be directed to nations to invest in this type of infrastructure with jobs and investment and you know just a lot of money flowing, uh, they have a lot of corrupt incentives to approve that those investments be made in their country. And the United States is on a different track, already put a billion dollars into the World Bank's pandemic fund. And last month, they started dispersing some of the money to 37 different nations to do exactly that. All right. This is a lot. And it's a lot because we don't have a trustworthy mainstream media that gets this information out. And so people like myself who run podcasts and who do the research and dig for truth to try to bring the truth to as many people as possible, you're one of these truthers, as I call them. That's why it feels like it's overwhelming and a lot right now, because we are getting hit with a lot of information that's new to us, even though it's been around for quite a while. I mean, you've talked about Congress making a decision back in 1948, for goodness sakes, and yet we are being caught off guard by this. So before we go too much further, you've put together a great website where these specific four tracks that you've just given us a verbal overview of can be studied in more detail. And you've got the visuals that really help us see the four tracks and also provide specific call to actions. Tell a little bit about your website and how people can get to that because we need not to just hear this information, we need to act on it. Well, you know, I do something that a lot of people think is unusual, but it's been a blessing. Um, I give everybody my phone number. It's on the bottom of every article I've written on Substack. My Substack account is just my name, James Roguski, J-A-M-E-S-R-O-G-U-S-K-I dot Substack dot com. My phone number is 310-619-3055. I invite everyone to call the numbers on the bottom of every article because this is complicated. And so on um, one of the latest articles, I I have a domain name that'll take you directly there. It's called stoptheglobalagenda.com. Don't do a search for that. Search engines are not your friend. Just go straight there by typing it into your your browser, stoptheglobalagenda.com. And there's a letter that you can download, has all of the information. You can send it to any Uh, public servant in the world, quite frankly, because this is a worldwide issue. And it essentially says, look, um, here are the documents that, you know, they are are dealing with. And oh, by the way, um, they're hiding various documents about the amendments. We have not seen an updated version since they were first submitted last September with the um, framework convention. We know that there's a 208 page document with all of the original nation's submissions from April 22nd. They've been hiding that for three months. We demand that there be transparency and there be a public discussion of these potential agreements that would affect every person on the planet. So you can download that and just send it off to your Senator, your Congressperson, your governor, whomever you wish. Um, And share this information with everybody else, because quite frankly, step number one is um, awareness. They want it to be secret. And if you know about it, that's the first hurdle. If you know what they're doing, 
and you shine light on it. I'd, I'd like to digress a little bit and just talk about how I got into this. A little more than a year ago, in January of last year, I was working in my yard. I've got like 15 fruit trees in a tiny little yard. It's literally a food jungle. Okay. And I, I stopped uh, a little more than a year and a half ago. I looked up to the sky and I said, God, just tell me what you want me to do. I volunteer. Let me know how I can help and I will do it. Now, I've done that in the past. And sometimes it hits you like a bolt of lightning and you get an immediate answer. And you're like, wow, you know, I guess that's what I want. I should be doing. Well, it it was a time delay. And I discovered a document in March, like about two months later, and I just got a shiver down my spine. And I realized that I I was in a position where I knew enough and, and I had enough certain skill set to be able to understand what these Biden amendments were back last year and, and spread the word about it. And so what I would share with everyone else out in the world is Everyone is different. Everyone has their own strengths, their own connections, their own personal power and skill set and things that you enjoy doing. Some people have done music. Some people have done comedy. Some people have done artwork. Some people have done research or writing or just networking and talking or whatever it might be. Everybody is called in a different way. And I just wake up every morning and I go, boy, I wonder what God's going to bring today. It's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. I'm here to volunteer to help however I'm best suited to help. And so if people who are listening to this say, oh, I maybe am not good at this, but I might be good at that. I can I can do this to help raise awareness around the world. It's been amazing. I've um, lately, just in the last week or so, um, someone from Luxembourg in Europe reached out to me. I'm working with people in Trinidad and Tobago and South Africa and Australia and, and whatever. You never know where the spirit of volunteering to do whatever it is that needs to be done, not your will, but a greater will. Um, put it out there and see what happens. You may be very pleasantly surprised. I don't tell anybody what they should do because everybody has their own path, their own purpose, their own calling. Um, but if you have a volunteer spirit and you want to help, um, you'll be guided to do what it is that you're supposed to do. And that's all I'm doing every single day. Absolutely. And I think that those are excellent words of encouragement, because right now, I think everyone would agree, the world is in a crisis. And we need as many people to understand the truth and act on it as possible. And regardless of a person's individual calling or skill set or experience, everybody can download this letter that you have and send it off to their respected representatives. So thank you for doing that much. What else can people do at this time based on what you have provided with your website, with the stoptheglobalagenda.com. You can expect to hear the answer to my last question of James with next week's podcast. And I hope you've realized it's imperative that everyone possible takes action to put the WHO and the United Nations on notice, that we don't want them to have the autonomy and authority to oversee our health the way it's being planned. You heard James express the confusion about the pandemic treaty versus the framework convention. 
and it's rampant. And I believe it's by design because they don't want us to know what they are actually doing. As James explained, they are taking steps to establish an entirely new bureaucracy that would operate the details of the agreement on a yearly basis indefinitely. What they want the nations to agree to is an entirely new batch of unelected bureaucrats and observers as a conference of the parties, a cabal of people in control and empowered to adopt protocols that we would have no say in. They want to set up another bureaucracy that would be given authority to cut out another level of input from we the people. The members of this conference of the parties would be any nation that agrees to join, drug manufacturers that make pandemic response products, United Nations agencies, and any non-government organizations and foundations such as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation that would be encouraged to donate money into this cartel. What they want to hold is another framework convention to assign people to oversee the details and management of potential pandemics. And by the way, I recall from my earlier interview with James that the definition of pandemic is so broad that it could include anything, the common cold, for example. What have we learned about the COVID-19 virus since the tyrannical claims that it would cause unprecedented deaths worldwide? Well, we've learned that COVID-19 somehow mysteriously replaced the common influenza virus that essentially disappeared, according to the records of the CDC. We've also learned that many of the deaths associated with COVID-19 were a result of pre-existing conditions or the treatment people received to control the virus, including the jab. And remember, as James pointed out, it was 1992 that the nations agreed to a framework convention that would oversee climate change. And where has that gotten the world today? Billions of dollars and crazy plans to control the climate have been presented, including Bill Gates's plan to put chemicals in the skies to block the sun and imposing penalties against cattle farmers with the claim that the cattle's methane gas emissions are damaging our climate. And very recently, the Biden administration announced it will spend $1.2 billion in taxpayer dollars to vacuum the sky of carbon dioxide. Read the article using the link in the show notes. All of this and more, while Princeton MIT scientists say EPA climate regulations are based on a hoax. A physicist and a meteorologist recently testified that the climate agenda is disastrous for the United States, also stating, quote, the scientific method proves there is no risk that fossil fuels and carbon dioxide will cause catastrophic warming and extreme weather, end quote. Again, a link to the article is in the show notes. What the World Health Organization wants to approve is not a pandemic treaty, but what's called the Bureau's Text of the World Health Organization's Convention Agreement Plus, which translates to an effort to create a venture capital prospectus to guide how billions of dollars are spent to turn up potential pandemics and fearmonger us. It's the same play over and over. Secure tax dollars off the backs of the common people to fund your scheme, create a problem to control the masses, then walk out a vaccine or other remedy and mandate its use so they can make untold additional billions of dollars all for themselves. I agree with James. This creates a method for a scale of corruption that is unimaginable. No wonder God wants to wipe it all out and God expects us to partner with him to accomplish his will. This is all part of track four of what we need to know, which requires our response in plenty of time before their May 
2024 vote, where they need two-thirds approval from all the nations. And remember, each nation gets one vote, regardless of the population. For nations that want to be corrupt and receive funds to do research, etc., this is an incentive to sell the people out. Unfortunately, the United States has already donated $1 billion of our tax dollars to the World Bank's Pandemic Fund, and last month disbursements to 37 different nations were already made. This podcast is being created right after the horrendous and highly suspicious Maui fire where American people are not receiving aid from our government, but our government spends billions and billions of dollars with the World Health Organization and Ukraine and all sorts of other America-last efforts. I've been researching and sharing what I've learned with this podcast since July 2020, and the efforts for a one-world government where the sovereignty of the nations are dissolved is real. I invite you to learn more about who is behind the one-world government using the link to Dave Sorensen's excellent work. You'll find it in the show notes. I also invite you to research the very real potential that the United Nations is operated with an occult agenda. Find a link in the show notes to get you started with your research. And please be sure to visit James Rogowski's sites to learn more about the four tracks, the deadlines for us to take action, and specifically what we can do. And again, share this podcast with others so we can get as many people as possible enlightened and taking action on these important issues. Another important issue with a deadline is the upcoming premiere, red carpet, town hall, massive relaunch of the documentary titled The Trump I Know. It's scheduled for August 27th. I did a whole separate interview with Matt Thayer, the filmmaker for this project. He and Joy, his wife, owns Sparrow Pictures, and they've planned this one-of-a-kind online event that is not only to relaunch the documentary, but also to stop the censorship. Find the link in the show notes, listen to the interview, and then make a point of getting your tickets to be part of this momentous event. You can get your tickets by using the link you'll find in the show notes. Okay, that concludes today's podcast, but plan on returning next week when I'll present part three, the final part of my interview with James Rogowski, who, as you can tell, is the leading expert in helping us all understand how the One World Order proponents have become empowered and are working to give even more power to the United Nations and the World Health Organization, and most importantly, what we can and must do to stop this from advancing. If you like what you hear from me with this podcast, I highly recommend my book series, my award-winning blog, connecting with me on social media where I cover many more topics than I can with this weekly podcast, and consider signing up for my certificate course in apologetics. My aim with that course is to help people learn how to not only use apologetics to share truth with others, but help Christian leaders incorporate apologetics in their respective ministries so more Christians are confident about sharing their faith. Learn more about my online apologetics course using the link in the show notes. Should you have a topic you want me to explore with this podcast, simply let me know. Again, my email address is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If this podcast blesses you, and I certainly hope it does because you are the reason I work as hard as I do, would you consider partnering with me in my vision? You know my whole goal is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and to experience all the hope truth provides. You can, and I hope you do personally, share truth with others on your own. But have you thought about how many more people you could reach by partnering with me? Help me grow this podcast, get my books into more people's hands, and talk me up to others to get me more speaking engagements and increase this podcast audience. Then together, as partners, we will be making a much greater impact than we can on our own.
There are several ways you can choose to partner with me. Certainly, telling others about me and my ministry, along with prayer, is top of the list. There is nothing as powerful as personal endorsements or word-of-mouth referrals. Buying my books and products is another way. All of my books in the Faith to Live By series were written to help people better understand the Christian faith and how to successfully live it out. The first book is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. The second, Renew Your Hope, Remedy for Personal Breakthroughs. And the third is Revive Your Life, Rest for Your Anxious Heart. There are two more in the series about the end times. The first one is Prepare for the Harvest, Confidence in God's End-Time Promises, written for Christians to properly understand God's plans for His people during the end times. And the other is Prepare for the Harvest, God's Challenge to the Church Today. It's written to help church leadership be ready in every way possible for the long-prophesied billion-soul harvest. Visit my website and get any or all of these books with a deep 20% discount by using the word TRUTH at checkout. I also welcome donations, but for now, they're not tax-deductible. However, I'm working on that, so listen in the weeks to come and you'll learn more about how you can support me through donations that will be tax-deductible. Supporting the businesses I feature as affiliate partners is yet another way you can partner with me. I seek to find affiliates who can offer you goods and services you need, and I have some very exciting money-saving America First goods and services you will not want to miss out on. Newest to my affiliate list is a company I'm exceedingly excited to introduce you to. If you're like me, you're tired of paying very high prices for cable television, and you've been waiting to find just the right company who shares your values to replace your cable service. Well, I found it. It's called Q Streaming. They provide over 3,000 channels, including live TV with local stations from across the United States, U.S. networks, sports networks, movie networks, and pay-per-view events. You get all that for about half of what most cable companies charge, and there's no contract, just a monthly subscription. Using the link in the show notes, go and look around and sign up to start viewing the programs you like for a fraction of what you're paying now. All while supporting a Christian-owned and operated company that exclusively uses word-of-mouth advertising so as not to spend money on commercial advertisement that supports the woke movement. And don't forget, when it comes to your health, I also have affiliate partners Mfinity and Dr. Zelenko's ZStack supplements. You can learn more on the affiliates page and the information in the show notes. Also, there's Operation Tomahawk, which Scott McKay started. It's a subscription program that allows you to get your household and personal care items from a company that is American-owned and operated, because we don't want to support the deep state. And regarding your finances, I want you to know about Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's a personal wealth advisor who offers free consultations to understand your financial goals and help you reach them. When you purchase my books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So why not shop for yourself or to get gifts for friends and family? Your support is greatly appreciated. All affiliate partners' information is in the show notes, and I have a dedicated web page where you can learn even more, and you can hear the interviews I've conducted in the vetting process. Of course, you need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions what to purchase. But to help you, I am researching companies and interviewing their representatives and using their products or services myself to provide you a personal recommendation. There's a link to all the interviews in the show notes. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you've received through me. Again, my email is faith to live by at PamelaChristianMinistries.com. 
If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. And I'm very active on social media. I can actually cover more on social media than I can with this weekly podcast. And to receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. And on that page, I also ask you to help me learn more about what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. And I would especially appreciate you subscribing to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. A review helps the show reach more people, it helps spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember... Christ died for us, the least we can do is live for Him.